Welcome to the second episode of Third and Forty, the sports podcast by people who don't care about sports for people who also don't care about sports. My name is Emily Ziering, and I'm here with my co-host, Mary Jo Peel. Hello! And Ken Daler. Hello, listener. So for those people who may have skipped our first episode, I uh, just want to reorient everyone to the purpose of this podcast, and it's really to show off our lack of knowledge about sports and build a community of other people who similarly are not interested in sports. Um, and I think there's a lot of them out there. I was recently trying to explain the purpose of this podcast to someone, and I had kind of a epiphany, if you will. It occurred to me that in the U.S., at least, people treat sports a lot like they treat religion. Maybe just in Minnesota, but I don't think so. I feel like there's a sense of there's just this assumption that everyone watches sports just like everyone goes to church. And you show up at work on Monday morning and they say, hey, did you catch the game last night? And I just look at them like, no, why would I do that? Right. Right? That's fascinating. What a fascinating analogy. Well, I, it's okay. I don't think it's just a Minnesotan thing. No, no I, I do think it it's na- yeah. national. National, yeah. <laughs> Nationwide and national. Yes, yes. <laughs> And then I started taking this analogy a little bit further, and I started to think, well, we have words in the English language for people who don't practice religion, but we don't have a good word for people like the three of us who don't care about sports, Mm -hmm. who don't follow sports, who just are not interested in sports water cooler conversations. So I thought I would just, you know, ask you guys, do you have any ideas for what word we could introduce into the language that would... Uh, that would really drive home this point? Well, I instantly go to the prefix ag or a Mm -hmm. to describe, you know, not not connected with it. So a sports shul, (laughs) ag sports shul, um, I have to noodle on that. That's my first response. Yeah. I think it's a worthy exercise. I really want to come up with the right word. I think there is a large community of like-minded folks out there, and we can't get ourselves together if we don't have a term to organize around, yeah. you know? That actually, that's a really a really good point. Yeah. And it's also like we're invisible because, as Emily was saying, the assumption is that, of course, you are tuned in on many levels. Of course, you're connected yeah. on all levels. Right. Doesn't mean a thing to me. I'm not assuming that all of our listeners share our point of view. Maybe we have some listeners who are really fans of mm-hmm. sports, but I think we still need a word for those listeners and for, for the rest of us who are not really into it. I came up with a word last night that I was really, really excited about, and I thought really hit the nail on the head. I'm excited. Yes. That word is apathetic. <laughs> that is nice. That's good. I thought it was yeah. pretty good, but then I Googled it. Oh, no. Oh, no. I found it in the Urban Dictionary. It's perfect. Does it mean what you intended it to mean? It yeah, what exactly is urban? that. Oh, okay. Okay. <laughs> so now I feel like I stole somebody's Does word, it? But... but here's here's my question. Does it mean more, and I'm someone who probably fits both of these categories, but not everyone necessarily does. Does it mean someone who is not themselves athletic, or does it mean someone who has zero interest in watching a game of athleticism? Yeah, it's not played. it's not the full Ken. It's really it's really just option B. So it's people okay. who just don't so much care about. Okay, sports. and that's that's what I was more interested in encompassing. In yeah. encompassing. Yeah. So agreed. Okay. 
Well, listener, if you have any suggestions <laughs> for what this word should be, uh, we are all ears. Mm-hmm. If I come up with something um, between now and the next show, can I report back? Duh. Okay. <laughs> be better. Okay. We're going to just move right along from there. So on our last episode, we talked a lot about what constitutes a sport. And so I was thinking a lot about this and how I personally categorize sports and how other people categorize sports and kind of pulled a few friends and they said, well, you know, I think of sports as the different seasons that they occur in, or I think of sports as team sports versus individual sports or winter versus spring. And it occurred to me that in my head for many years, I've had this really strange taxonomy of sports that might only exist in my head. And so I wanted to share it with you guys because I think maybe it would bring us a little bit closer to answering the question of what is a sport. Okay, okay. please do. But I have a question. Yeah. Uh-huh. Can you clarify what taxonomy means? Is that like a list or an explanation? I'm uh, a little it's, unclear it's about more that like, word. Uh, how do we bucket each? Okay. It's more like categorization scheme. Got it. Okay. Does that help? Like flora, fauna. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Ready. Okay. So I have um, six different categories here for sports. That you came up with? That I came up with. These are okay. all from my crazy brain. So the first one is goals at opposite ends. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Yeah. Okay. So that would be soccer, football, basketball, water polo, anything where you have a some kind of net or goal on opposite ends of a field. Okay. Okay. With me so far? Yep. Yes. Okay. Yes. My second category is center divider. <laughs> so <gasps> oh my volleyball. God. Thank you, volleyball. Tennis. Tennis. Yep. Badminton. Mm-hmm. Ping pong. Ping pong. Okay. Okay. The one with the... the um, he's moving his wrists. Lis- <laughs> listener, he's moving his wrists back and forth. Instead of ping pong, the one with the little people that you... Oh, foosball? Yes. <laughs> well, I guess that does... Uh, but that, that actually doesn't not, have a center divider. Yeah, so it might... No, that's kind of a goals at both ends. Yeah, that's yeah. a goals okay. at both ends. But and, that also but might is not it be a sport. sport. Yes. Yeah, so then then we wait. Let's yeah, see let's, what's, okay. where we let's go with this. check out the other four categories. So moving right along. The third category is just called superlative. So this is fastest, farthest, or, you know, whatever. But you have to do it the best. So car racing, horse racing, swimming, speed hmm. skating, javelin throwing, long jump, log rolling, Right? Anything where you have to do something for as long or as far as you can. I feel like this category could just be called the Olympics. Well, we're, we're going to get to that in our next segment. So. Okay. okay. I might be jumping the gun, but does this include uh, speed? Like would bobsledding be yeah. in that? So anything where you have to go the fastest. Okay. So bobsledding okay, like for you, sure. Like, as you yep. said. Yes, of course. Yeah. So if you go back in time a minute, you'll hear me say that. <laughs> Wait, hold on. The third category is just called superlative. So this is fastest, farthest, or, you know, whatever, but you have to do it the best. Oh, yeah, there you are. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> so our fourth category, my fourth category, really, it's, I own this, is uh, called put things in a very specific place. <laughs> I, I'm just loving this okay. so much okay. I can't even stand so, it. So, for example, golf, frisbee golf, archery. Axe throwing, shuffleboard, pool, bowling, and curling. What do you guys think? So foosball should maybe be encompassed in this category. Uh, Can we not talk about foosball right now? (laughs) But I didn't know uh, axe throwing was a sport. Sadly, it's a bar sport. 
Well, with it's actual also, axes, with actual axes, but it's also one of those like uh, what do they call those things in Wisconsin where you dangerous? Climb trees? <laughs> 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 it's like the lumberjack Olympics or something. Oh, it's part of oh. yeah, that one whole of those retinue of skills around a specific. Yeah, I think the lumberjacks refer to them as a retinue. <laughs> <laughs> no doubt, I am just fascinated by that. So then I know I'm getting uh, taking a couple left turns. No, but then what? Is a magician a sporter, sporter by throwing knives? Or is that like a oh, that's carnival sideshow thing? Hmm. I think that's a carnival yeah. sideshow thing because you're not doing that for points. You're doing that to not kill someone. All right. I mean, I'm... feel free to correct me, but I feel like... No, I'm taking it all in. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> um, our fifth category is just called Be Judged. So that's figure skating, gymnastics, okay. water ballet... Right? Anything where you earn points that are purely subjective. Subjective, thank you. Which seems to me largely female. I know yeah. I'm painting with a broad brush, but mm. those seem like like when you think of gymnastics and skating, those feel predominantly female to me. And so I'm curious about that relationship between being judged judging sports mm-hmm. like that. Yeah, so. that's an interesting observation. I do know that there are male gymnasts and male figure skaters because I have seen the movie Gymkata. <laughs> so. Yes, I I agree with you. But when it comes to mine, right. it mm-hmm. feels like right the, the image or the association is. So yes. anyway. And that is making me think that this category could also be known as lady sports. <laughs> Mary Jo's not happy about that. No, I'm. I'm just. I'm. I'm taking it in because, uh, yes, being assessed by your grace, your your spinning abilities. I don't know what else happens in ice skating. So, yeah, just interesting. Uh, and then the last category is just combos because you've got things like the biathlon, right? So mm. the biathlon is a combination of put things in a very specific place and superlative, right? And a biathlon is also. What's the a triathlon is uh, speed, for instance, swimming and biking, and what's the other thing that they running. have to do? Running. Running. What's oh, a biathlon? Okay. A biathlon is cross country skiing and then shooting a firearm. Oh, okay. So it is speed and putting something somewhere. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. You know a lot about biathlons. Uh, I don't think you're qualified to lead this podcast. You know too much about sports, Emily. <laughs> You might be right. On biathlon, I find it fascinating. It, it was originally like a military exercise. Anyway, let's oh. go. are let's you shooting? Are you shooting while you're skiing? Because that seems hard. Or that do you stop? That would be hard. You stop, but you have to be able to slow your heart down very quickly so that you can shoot with some precision and then go ski again. I know. I am a uh, listener. I'm hanging. I'm sitting here with my <laughs> mouth hanging open. That you have to stop and stop your. Heart rate right. or, or well, reduce not stop it, it, but stop yeah, it. <laughs> slow it. <laughs> Many fatalities were in the, the, the recent biathlon. Anyway, wow. Okay. So there's one sport that I cannot put into any of these buckets. Oh, you guys. wow. Okay. Can you name that sport? I can name that sport in one note. What? <laughs> remember that game show name? I that do. I do. I do remember That's that. That's what I was thinking of. So, no, I cannot name that sport. That sport is baseball. You guys, it doesn't fit into any neat category. Will you go over the categories again? Okay. Goals at opposite ends, center divider, superlative, put things in a very specific place, be judged, 
and combos. The closest I can think of is put things in a very specific place. That was my place, response, too. Except the very specific place is actually a really large space, but it's still a specific place. Right, because you want to get it beyond the reach of another player yep. to catch it. So, And it's not really an infinite space. I mean, you do want to hit a I home mean, run, I think. Theoretically, I guess it's infinite. Well, no, not. I don't think Does so. Does it have the... to stay in the park to count? No. You, there have been home runs so outside So, I mean, the park. theoretically, the, the amount of space is infinite. Yeah. Yes, but the physics right. dictate, <laughs> dictate, if I may, yes. dictate the scope of that. Correct. Yeah. The goals aren't at opposite ends, but you're still moving toward a goal. Yeah, there is an end goal. There's also some speed involved because you need to get on base without getting tagged. I can't wait for your dissertation. I'm, <laughs> I really I really find this fascinating. Can I, I have another question. Yeah. Where does racquetball fall? Oh, that's basically center divider, but the center divider is the wall and you're playing against yourself. I don't know. I'm it's just, like a just mirror. Curious. It's like a fun house mirror. I don't know. Okay. Not I was a fun just house curious. Mirror. It's a regular mirror, but it's a wall. Right. It's my bad and the center divider, you're both playing on the same side. Right. Yeah. So, And that's all I know about racquetball, except it, it, they show it in movies when, when like, two alpha men are trying to have some sort of discussion mm-hmm. about whatever the friction is. <laughs> yes. And then, then it plays out in the racquetball. So. Yeah. We see that a lot in movies. I wonder why. I know. We'll have to have a whole episode on sports oh, I can't and wait. movies. Uh, Should I make yes. a note of that? <laughs> That's a great idea. Sports and movies. Making a note. <laughs> <laughs> so baseball, I guess I, my closest thing is just going to be calling it a combo. And there's even a little bit of judgment because you've got, don't you have an um, ump who decides balls and strikes? Yeah, but that's in a lot of sports though, right? Yeah, I guess so. But in uh, my only analogy is football, where the um, the referees don't come into play unless something goes wrong. Sure. Where in baseball, the umpire is waiting there to make a discernment sure. through every pitch. You know a lot about football. Am I disqualified <laughs> for you? Yeah, I know a lot about football. <laughs> That's the scope of it. That's it. Referees. When we look at other sports that are currently categorized in the in the taxonomy, and uh, the put things in a very specific place. Yeah. Uh-huh. Are there any team sports in that category? No. Yeah. Well, so, well no, what about curling. curling? Curling is a team sport. Mm, I have no idea what goes on in curling, so I can't discern how that relates. Yeah. To what is the specificity? For instance. Um, uh, during the Olympics, you kept seeing cur- curling was really trending during the Olympics. Nobody yeah. knew what it was. Uh, it was very um, popular. But we could never figure out. We'd catch it on screens here and there, but we could never figure out what the objective is. But there is a team, but I don't know what the specific place is that they're aiming for. I guess there's some kind of target and they're supposed to bump other stones. I don't know. Okay. Hmm. No, I wasn't. I wasn't trying to yeah, put you're you on the quizzing sp- me. I don't know. Put, put you on the spot or anything. I mean, I think in curling, like in shuffleboard, you have to put things in a specific place multiple times, and that place keeps moving. I mean, there's ultimately right. a target, but even along the way, you have to hit other. Yeah, things. and it's like uh, horseshoes, where there's a relationship between what you throw, even if you don't hit right. the 
the thing. Right. I can only hope that our listener is a sports fan <laughs> can and can <laughs> provide us with some further guidance on your taxonomy. Clarification yeah. on these issues. Are these are these categories right? Do we need more? I are there sports we question. aren't thinking of? Yeah, listener. That don't fit? Yeah, listener. Let us know. Please We'd let us know. We'd love to hear from you. Thirdand40.com. <laughs> We'd love to hear from you. That's not now real. Have to go yes. Buy. yes. <laughs> I'll make a note. <laughs> By website name. (laughs) Uh. So, you know, we touched a little bit on the Olympics, but I want to hear everyone's reaction to the Winter Olympics. I know that they wrapped up three, four years ago. (laughs) Years ago. Uh. Um, I don't know who won. Well, Norway won. I think the U.S. won. Well, what does that mean? That they won the most medals overall? I have no idea. I just assume the U.S. won because... (laughs) Because that's how we've been trained and brainwashed. America is now great again. Yeah. So I'm assuming we won. We're the greatest nation in the world. Yeah. So... Uh, I think that's a safe assumption, except that Norway always wins the Winter Olympics in medal count. Okay. Sorry. Yeah. So is the winner of the Olympics just the country that wins the most medals? I, I don't know. I don't even know if there is a winner of the overall Olympics. I they, know. I know. That's what I don't know either. Are they called medals? Medals, yeah. Medals. Okay. Yeah. What did you... <laughs> the look on your face, Ken. What What were you thinking? I, I don't know. Because like, you had said it a couple of times, and yeah. then you questioned yourself medals? about it. I just didn't know if that was right. I don't what know. are they called? Demerits? I don't know. <laughs> and then do you get Certificates? like... Certificates? <laughs> and then if we're, if we're looking at which team wins the most medals, are all medals valued equally? I mean, shouldn't I as a country get more points if I win a whole bunch of golds versus a whole bunch of bronzes? Yeah, I don't know. I don't have an answer for you, Ken. Sorry, I'm not trying to detour our Olympics conversation here, but all of a sudden I'm really passionate about this issue. (laughs) No, I know. And I I feel like a lot of these questions have not been examined appropriately, (laughs) that we're just supposed to take it all in face value. Yep. And we're the first people who've ever thought of these questions, surely. You're welcome, listener. (laughs) So did you guys watch any of the Olympics? No. No. I caught glimpses of it when we would be out to eat because every place Mm. has giant TVs all over. Don't get me started on that. So you'd catch glimpses of it. It was invariably curling. That's what we couldn't figure out. But we don't have network TV, and I have very little interest in it. And I'm sure you could have gone to whatever network, their site, and downloaded it, but I didn't. Or watched it or streamed it or whatever the kids call it. <laughs> but I have very little interest. Yeah. I have friends who get like crazy Olympic fever and they get so excited and mm-hmm. they have to watch the opening ceremonies and like as much of it as they can. And I'm just like, why? I don't get that. I don't get that at all. It makes all. me a little upset, I think. Just hearing what you just said right now, it makes me a little anxious because it feels like weird nationalism. Mm-hmm. And maybe that's not... The idea, maybe it's supposed to be pride in your country, but there's a very fine line in my in my thinking. Is it still or, nationalistic if you're rooting for another country that you don't live in? Pardon? Say no, that. I don't think so. <laughs> what what if, were you? Who if were you? I was not. Oh, I don't care. But uh, my spouse was just rooting for Norway. Wait. So, well, that is his heritage, right? He's yeah. got Norway blood. So, yeah, yeah. Gosh. I can. I'll give him that. I've seen him wear Norwegian sweaters, so I'll give him so that. So many sweaters. <laughs> so many. Sweaters. Did you watch Emily? No, I didn't. I don't think I watched more than maybe a minute or two. Mm-hmm. I my... did. I actually had totally forgotten about this. But the the day of 
the opening ceremonies, I was actually at a little party, a gathering of people, and we had the opening ceremonies on for maybe half an hour, 45 minutes. And, you know, I looked at the TV every once in a while. Was it enjoyable or fun or... I don't know. I, mean, <laughs> I didn't pay enough attention to it. I was mostly talking with people. Yeah, Sounds that's like what you Super said Bowl about party. when you went to the yeah. the Super Bowl party. Yeah, yeah. I think, as I imagine, I can't even remember the last time I've seen an opening ceremony. So I have a general idea what they are, but as I imagine them. I think it kind of drives me crazy because it feels like it's belaboring the whole thing. Mm-hmm. Let's just <laughs> get to yeah the sports. That kind of stuff drives me. The pageantry kind of drives yeah. me crazy. Yeah, I was all. really confused, and this may be a this may be a typical thing, but the opening ceremonies played on Friday night, and I know it was recorded, and a lot of the Olympics are recorded. But NBC had started playing the games on Thursday. And I was really confused about why they were playing games for like a full 24 hours before they played the opening ceremonies. Are there pre-games? I do not know. Do the Olympics have a (laughs) preseason? I don't know. Well, and the only only point of reference I have is um, the Emmy Awards and the Oscars Mm -hmm. have stuff before the actual ceremonies, some of them quote minor stuff i'm sure they're not minor to the winners but yeah the stuff that they don't want to cover in the broadcast right. so right. i don't know right no i think it was i think it's like real <laughs> games but i i don't know i'm not the person to ask listener do you know <laughs> but these are good important questions so i mean i think we all agree that the olympics are boring is that fair i agree I I don't know. They are to me, but I always feel like I'm missing something. If I know other people who are so impassioned about them, I do do have FOMA about them. You know, like, oh. I'm sorry, FOMA? Fear of missing out. Oh, okay. People people know something that I don't, except I can't connect with it. So I, I... you know, I know I've been doing a lot of talking, but, you know, I, I just want to share. I have a couple of really interesting ideas for spicing up oh, yay. the Olympics, and I want to okay. bounce them off of you guys. Okay. <laughs> Planning committee. Because <laughs> if, you know, if, if our listener likes any of these ideas, I'm going straight to the IOC. I think that's a good idea. Have you already categorized these ideas? Have you taxonomied them? Yes. Have I they ha- been taxonomized? <laughs> I mean, they're bulleted. Okay. Yeah, okay. So the first idea, I mean, this was my idea for a long time, but I'm, it might not be my favorite anymore, but it's called the scramble. So all Olympic athletes, tra- <laughs> laughing just thinking about just envisioning this, all Olympic athletes train for whatever sport that they're good at, and then they show up at the games, um, <laughs> let's say three days in advance, and all of the sports... <laughs> <laughs> Mary Jo, stop making me laugh. All of the sports are put into a hat. I'm so excited. I love it. I, I love it. I, and Let me stop you right there. I <laughs> love it. Wait, can it go into one of those like things with a crank? Yes. Yeah, yeah. It can. Like your There's no pull tabs limit. at the bar maybe? Yeah. Well, I've never so, done that. So it would me be, neither, but I've seen them. It would be kind of like Survivor where people get into a certain physical condition but they have no idea what they're right what they're going to be asked to do do. so they get to pull a sport so somebody who's only ever done say figure skating is going to have to do luge yep and i think i mean just 
if, if I'm allowed to yeah, please. put some feedback. I think it would be like, <laughs> it, it might be like the, it might be like the, um, like, uh, I'm I'm horrible with words. Um, you know how when how many more times can you say like when you are in a like a like, new company, a yeah. new company comes yes. along yes. and they do like a retreat for yeah. all the new people, and you do like trust falls and yeah. that kind of thing, an okay. orientation, yeah, if you will. something like that, an okay. orientation. And basically, this could be like the day before the Olympics start can be the scramble, and it's a way for everyone to get to know each other and like. Form new play, teams. Yep, play some play some other games, meet folks from other countries. Um, and then, like, the next day, you can do your real sport, the thing you're there for. Um, but everybody is really excited about the scramble. Or maybe it's, like, the mascots during the baseball game. Maybe it's in the middle of the Olympics. I, um... <laughs> I'm having such a strong reaction of delight. I can't even talk. That is... So funny. May I throw in another yes. yeah. form this might take? <laughs> what if there were captains and then they had this giant picking thing? Yes. Like, captain from Norway, you get the first pick. Captain from North Korea or South Korea, yep. you get yep. the next pick. So the Does the are... captain know which sport he or she is recruiting I, for? I, I, don't, I don't know. I haven't thought that far ahead. I'm just so insane oh with this God. idea. That, that would be I'm really already funny. stressed out about not being picked, even though I'm not there. <laughs> I, I feel you again. I, so feel... I, know, I, I already feel anxiety. myself not being picked. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I've already I'm not, not going to be picked. picked. I was I'll there. be the last person. <laughs> This giant stadium, <laughs> giant stadium, and there's Ken yep. way in the back. Some like. garbage blows by. <laughs> A tumbleweed. Yep. And that's all. <laughs> and then Ken waves like, "No, I, I don't have a team yet. Nobody's I've been picked training. me." Okay. Yeah, I like it. You like it. Let's make the scramble happen. I okay. don't even need to hear the other. I think ideas. It's, no, I, I unless they're just as. Good. I do want to hear them, but yeah, okay. me too. I think that's fantastic. Yeah, I mean, maybe we can vote on our favorite when we're done. Okay, okay. So uh, the second one, and this could actually be done in the combination with the scramble, but it might be a little too complicated. Uh, so this is inspired by the Hunger Games. As a country, we all have a lottery system, and you know you could volunteer as tribute, or you could just have your name drawn. But um, that person goes to the <laughs> I can't even name it goes to the Olympics and becomes last lane Joe so they have to participate what is that they have to participate in every sport <laughs> <laughs> you're looking at me like I'm crazy right alongside the Olympic athletes they have to do the same sport at the same time so that mere mortals like us can see what it would be like if we were it, in the Olympics. <laughs> well, it's like you're embedding. You're an embedded yeah. reporter. I am just breathtaking with that idea. That right? would make me so happy. So last lane Joe, like if it's, say, swimming, <laughs> way over there on the right. Yep, yep. And just, just paddling just away. Paddling really, really. I'll be right there. <laughs> slash, slash, slash. I'm also, because you said the Hunger Games, I'm actually envisioning Jennifer Lawrence being Last Lane Joe. And I actually think it would be really funny to watch that. that is that what that is? Funny. Last Lane Joe is is. I've is never seen swimming? Hunger Games, but is you said a... Hunger Games at the beginning. I don't uh, know what Last Lane Joe is. I just me made neither. it up. Okay. Okay. Um, okay, I'm going to embrace it. You, you don't have to, but um, it was just really my name for whoever gets stuck. Yeah. 
chosen Excellent. by the lottery to be the person who has to do skeleton and luge and ski jumping without ever having done oh, them before. There's a man. game called Skeleton? Isn't there? I don't know. I, I don't think know. so. Yeah, there. why does that sound familiar? But also in the luge, like, I would want to be in the middle. Like, I don't want to be the end, and I don't want to. And then I imagine them, people, as always happens to me when I'm on a sports team, people look at each other like, oh, how are we going to, you know, get yeah. her into the luge? No. <laughs> <laughs> Hi, guys. <laughs> I think skeleton is like luge, but, like, naked or something? I don't know. That sounds really familiar, Emily. I don't even but actually I don't... know what luge is, so I've at least heard of luge, though. Okay. Well, you guys were not as excited about Last Lane Joe. I thought it was obviously amusing. I I, th- I do think that um, the scramble was a tough act to follow. Mm-hmm. I'm not Yeah, that should have been your last one. It's it's uh, a tough act to follow. You, it's like you're being a realtor, Emily. You should present the house you want people to buy, yep. not first and not last. Okay. Okay. <laughs> Just that's my real turn. Okay. Ouch. Jeez, I'll move right along. I was going to make a joke about how you needed, we, we should teach you a little bit about comedy timing. But, <laughs> but no, I yelled at you about, then I didn't about because. realtor techniques. Thanks, guys. Really loving your support here. I have a little, I have a little exercise here. Okay. Exercise. We this sounds it, like sports. It does sound like sports. <laughs> Hold on. I didn't realize I was going to be playing sports. I thought we were just going to talk about sports. Well, I kind of wanted to evaluate your sports knowledge. Wow. Since, since okay. this is still kind of new to all of us. Okay. Um, so what I'd like to do is hand each of you a news story from this week's sports news. Okay. And you're going to read the headline and then the section that I've highlighted, and you're going to tell us what it means. Okay. 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 Listener, Emily is actually springing this on us and did not prepare us she for this in any way. She a piece of paper to me. <clears throat> I'm going to read the headline. Sack projections for the top edge rushers in the 2018 NFL draft. Bradley Chubb, another highly rated edge rusher prospect, likely sits near the top of many teams' draft boards this year. However, according to Football Outsiders' model for projecting edge rushers, Sack Seer, the case for drafting Chubb high, is not quite as clean as the case for taking Garrett number one overall last year. That is verbatim. That Just sounded like know. word salad. Just like I, I have heard and understand all of those words, individually, but when they were paired together, they made no sense. Right. right. Yahoo Serious Film Festival. Okay, so what was the... Now what do I do? What do you think that means? Can you at all explain it? I think that uh, Bradley Chubb... Wait, will you spell Chubb? C-H-U-B-B. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I, I think Bradley Chubb is a type of football player in a <laughs> and excels in a specific um, role on the team because he's highly rated as an edge rusher, edge and it rusher. sounds to me like he might be a top choice. Okay, uh, football outsider. It sounds like a um, an analytical site with statistics. About footballs and saxier uh, sounds really naughty to me. Yeah, saxier. <laughs> and um, the cat. It looks Wait, like is, is Chubb a saxier? I don't. 
<laughs> I, I don't know. Let's assume he is. But it's not quite as clean as the case for taking Garrett number one overall last year. So I think <laughs> that's the bottom line. Okay. I'm going to leave it at that. Thanks, Mary Jo. You're that welcome. excellent so, sports interpretation. Is edge rusher an actual football person? I don't know. Well, I kind of know what a rusher is, so I'm going to derive from that that huh. you're on the outside if you're on the edge. Like huh. you, I don't know. I've never heard that. You only can run along the, the edge of the field. Yeah, I, I'm guessing. Huh. Wow. Okay. okay. Is that a recent? Uh, this is no news this. from the last week. Well, yes. it's for the 2018 NFL draft. Wow. Yeah, okay. That was from a few days ago. Okay. Uh, Ken, here you go. Okay. <laughs> Ronaldo form boosts Madrid, but pundits, comma fans, worry of Juventus <laughs> in the Champions League. I didn't know I was going to get to practicar mi español. Sí, señor. Okay. Madrid's roller coaster season appears on the up again after their 5 and 2 aggregate win over Paris Saint-Germain in the last round, a result which dispelled the doom and gloom which had settled over the Bernabeu. <laughs> Zinedine Zidane's side had fallen <laughs> completely off the pace in La Liga. <laughs> and been embarrassingly humbled in the Copa del Rey by neighbors Leganes. But a Champions League run in the competition that defines Madrid acts as a savior. Huh. Oh, sorry, that was a long one. There were some British spellings in there. Oh. And that, that partly distracted me. Savior, neighbors. <laughs> um, Any very, idea what's going on? The... The thing that I'm most confused about, and I'm so distracted by this that I can't even think about the other stuff, is it says Zinedine Zidane's side had fallen completely off the pace. What does that mean? You tell us. Is That's Zinedine the point Zidane of a person? And his side has fallen off the pace? At first, I was like, his side fell off. <laughs> that sounds like a problem. But it... His side has fallen completely off the pace in La Liga and been embarrassingly humbled. So his side has been embarrassingly humbled. <laughs> in the league. La Liga. I don't even know what sport we're talking about. Am I allowed to look at other paragraphs in the article? No. Yeah, I, I, <laughs> I truly do not know. I think Mary Jo knows what sport Which sport is. we're talking about. Copa del Rey. That means like King's Cup. Uh, I'm going to say it's soccer. Yes. Football? Yeah. Yes. Mm -hmm. Thank you for mm -hmm. that clarification. Indeed. F-U-T-B-O-L. Mm -hmm. Football. Uh, thank you for just throwing these words that I cannot pronounce in front of me. Anytime. I want to see Ken be a um, sportscaster. I think that would be so funny. That's the new sitcom. Ken is a, <laughs> He gets thrust into this role and then <laughs> reads everything very... Very stiltedly, confusedly. I think, I think that would be a lot of fun. Well, folks, that's all we have for today's show. Any any closing comments? Thank you again, listener, for listening. Um, listening and giving your time to us. <laughs> I appreciate being able to debrief with both of you about what I don't know. Mm -hmm. Well, thanks for joining us on this second episode of Third and Forty, and we will talk to you soon. Mm -hmm.